Hey 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 everyone how are you all doing welcome to the fifth episode of the podcast Africa the next big thing and thank you so much for showing so much love to the first four episodes and we i'm really getting a great feedback from all of you and you know the purpose of this channel is simple you know to help african entrepreneurs become influential leaders by promoting out their brand their culture their business skills and there's and sharing their success stories so that they can easily connect with the foreign market and it will also keep african youth inspired so today the guest that we are bringing you know uh, her name is lebone abey she is a speaker she is an author she has written more than 10 books we're going to discuss it with her uh, she is also a graphic designer she is also a great copywriter and most important she is a critical thinking coach which is really important she is also the managing director at the company critical thinking boss consult and uh, so let's welcome her we let's discuss it out with her what she does and all and today the topic is going to be on the critical thinking like why the critical thinking is very important for especially the african youths the youths and uh, let's discuss it out and here she comes miss lebone she is live with us and here she comes hello, hello madam hey. how hello. are you I'm fine. How are you? Oh, okay. I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome. Thanks for coming. Uh, first yeah. of all, you, you know. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And so you are in Lagos, Nigeria, right now. Yeah, I'm currently in Calabar, Nigeria. Oh, Calabar, Calabar. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, that's great. That's great. So, uh, as you know, you know, like today episode, uh, what is is gonna be all about? And so, yeah. I just want to start up with your uh, a little bit introduction. Like the viewers want to know about your backstory, your education, and how did you get started? Okay, my name is Lavon Ibiyechoma. I'm a mother yeah. of three, a Nigerian, as you okay. know. Um, yes. a critical thinking coach and. Um, a mindset rejuvenator i okay. have a diploma in public administration and um, i have a diploma uh, a bsc in business administration i'm currently an mba candidate uh, with nextford uh, studying mba with specialism in doing business all over the world okay um, at, at the age of 8 at the young age of 8 my dad um, though he he's is not educated but he worked with um an oil company that had lots of um, multinationals and he loved the, the way they were and the way he was influenced and though he had just a primary school education he decided to build me a library so okay at the age of 8 he started building me a library by 12 i had a fully stocked library and wow. uh, i can I, let me say i spent an unhealthy amount of time there because uh but by nature I'm introvert I'm an introvert and books became my addiction so okay. uh that's that's 30 years ago and I've so far read over a thousand books and uh, wow. I, I can say that though um I'm an African but my mind is is um cultured by the Asians the Europeans and the Americans but all the books that I've read um Good. they are all part of me and that's why i am today so um that i'm writing is not a surprise and that i'm speaking is not a surprise because um people around me i got to realize that they don't know what i know and it's a passion for me to be able to make them see and provoke them to think that um how 
I started basically. Oh, that's great. And uh, like you told me, like, okay, you were an introvert and, and you decided, okay, you read a lot of books, you know, you took a lot yeah. of insight from all those books. So what were yeah. the challenges in your journey? Like, you know, when you would, you, uh, like, what was the time, like you decided, okay, now I only want to make my career into all these things. And what was the reaction of your parents that time? Okay. Um, like I said, my parents were not educated. Mm-hmm. But yes. uh, they saw the potentials in me because I was I was always on first in my class, carrying all the awards in school. So it's as uh, it was as if my path was defined. Everybody knew that this is what Lavon is going to be. So it was easy for okay. me. I didn't have to stress okay. myself. Yeah, it was very easy for me quite early in life. And um, books, I sleep with books. I wake up with books. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I had to have my own room. I was like a celebrity growing up because, but they kind of have to keep me aside because this one, they know that this one is special, you know? Yes. So uh, I have a serious relationship with books. Uh, it, it comes alive to me, all right? So for me, uh, the challenges, um, for me, I could turn them into three uh, phases. I had the environmental challenge. It had to do with uh, two parts, two parts, which is um, the people around me and personally, um, growing up, like I said, I, I knew what I knew early because my father was not literate. He stocked me with um, books that were uh, age appropriate, appropriate and age inappropriate. He didn't know the difference. So I had uh, uh, I had to know what I shouldn't know earlier, which kind of guided me. And in a way, it stole my 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 because I I knew earlier that I'm not supposed to smoke. I knew before time. Mm-hmm that I'm supposed to do, this is wrong, and this is right. So I didn't really need uh, a religious guide. I didn't really need any moral compass because I knew these things firsthand. So for me to right. hang out with my age, my age mates, it was a challenge for me because they couldn't understand why I am not influenced by them. Okay. So I felt I grew up feeling alone. I grew up feeling left out. I grew up feeling different. And um, that was a challenge. That was a serious challenge for me. I, I couldn't relate with my, my age my age group. Then career-wise, we all know they say Africans don't read. All right. Even if yeah, now yeah. we're seeing even now we're seeing a different, but the, the truth is uh when you come down to the grassroots, Africans don't read. And if they don't believe in the reading or in books, it's very difficult for them to invest in personal development. For at the start of my career, I had to start giving out free couch and uh, coaching programs. I had to start giving out free classes, costing lots of money for free, giving out thousands of values in dollars, all for free, just to make them sure. see and understand. Yeah. So that was a challenge. I also had the challenge of uh, financial issues when I started, um, because then I, I, when I started, I recently got divorced, so I had financial issues. I had uh, child support issues for myself and also I couldn't invest in training programs that I would love to invest in. But I was able to counter that by now. Um, I read somewhere that if you're able to put 10,000 hours into whatever you're doing, you must come out better. So I was already good in reading. I, I can assimilate very fast. So I went into to swallowing, drinking, sleeping, waking up in thousands and thousands of audios, videos, uh, Florence Kovoshin, Ekatol, uh, yeah, Yukonanda, I read all. So as a, oh. uh, that was supposed to be a challenge, Amazing. but I was able to cover it up. Then uh, the last challenge I face is they say, it's not about what you know, 
but who you know. Who and you, I believe that's yes, one of the right. reasons that I manifested this today yes. because it's not, it's not you might know you might know enough, you might know so much, but it's who you know. Who you know. And, and I yes. think, yeah, so uh, I, I believe I'm on the right path. And from here, going forward, I know I'll be able to be placed before the people who will be able to take me to the places that will make me uh, optimize uh, my vision. Oh, that's absolutely crazy. You know, one of the best stories, you know, that you have told me. And, you know, it is something like entrepreneurship is all about challenges and all. So uh, what was the tipping point, like, you know, where you decided, okay, now you should become a tip, uh, critical thinking coach. Like, you know, you are a critical thinking coach now. Uh, you know, you knew a lot of things. You are also an author. We are going to discuss it uh, all about yeah, because yeah. you have also written books. I'm also going to discuss a little bit about that. But what was the main point? Okay, you decided, okay, let me become a critical thinking coach and let me help others. So how right, it okay. happened? Yeah, it's very, it's a very, um, it's a very unusual experience because uh, it was just a normal day, and I got a call from uh, a company, MSP Logistics, and they needed me uh, to. I was, I was affiliated with them, and I was making so much success. Even the, um, the, the founder was like, Lavon, what strategies are you using? You know. Okay. So I, I said, like, it was, it was. He saw how I was, I was making so much progress. And uh, he had to call on me and uh, um, make an arrangement with me for me to help them train their logistics agents so that they can okay. duplicate my results. So that uh, last year, uh, 2021, May, they sent over uh, five. The first day was 527. But with uh, okay. the following three days, yeah, after news started going out, lots of them started coming. Uh, I know there were about 1,000 because I had four WhatsApp group, groups filled up. So, but, but when they came... I just wanted to coach them on marketing strategies. But the okay. funny thing that happened was I noticed one pattern in all of them. They don't think. Right. They don't want to think. All, okay. all they were concerned about was just give us the carrots. We don't want to worry ourselves. And, and I realized that this, they don't want to think. That's one then some of them don't know how to think. Then okay. there, there, okay. are those, there are those who don't even have an idea that they are supposed to think. And this way, this, these, are, these, are, these are people with families. These are women and men with degrees. So I'm like, I look at their CV, I look at everything, their own businesses, but they, don't, they cannot think. So that was for me, I, was, I took it as a pain and I thought about it over again, and I decided that I have to do something. That was how CTBC was born, Critical Thinking Boss okay. Console. And I'm proud yes. to say uh, I did a good job. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, you're also an author. like. So I just want to know a little bit more, like how many books have you written till now? And, uh, and what are they all about, the books that you have written? Okay. Is it all about critical thinking or it's a different all stories of how it is um, um like i said when i started writing i started writing at the age of 14 but i didn't publish those ones so let me talk about the ones that i've published um for for me it started writing for me started as as um as a need to offload um okay. before now if you ask me why i write i write to offload because I, my head is as if 
there's always uh, so much in my head and I have to like let it go. So I have to write it for, for my sanity, for sanity, just for, yeah. So, but um, I traveled to South Africa in 2012 and uh, then okay. I was having problem with my marriage, yeah. And I noticed that uh, it was not about my location, that the Nigerian woman in South Africa is also facing the same challenge that I had while in Nigeria. So that brought, that's how I started writing my first book, which is titled Facade. The strength uh, okay. of a Nigerian woman. Yeah, celebrating the strength of the Nigerian woman. It's a collection of stories, true life stories about 14 women uh, talking about the challenge with culture. Uh, that's uh, that's my first. I published with I Universe in America, um, 2016 July. That's my first book. Uh, my second book was about uh, is about uh, it's titled Mother of a Dead Baby. It's about okay. true life story. I I, I uh, my writing is um, tr I don't write uh, fiction. Okay. I write nonfiction. Uh, so um, the second book is about uh, a true life ordeal, a gruesome ordeal about the abortion experience of a teenager, a 14-year-old girl. Um, in Nigeria, I had to witness a lot of uh, abortion. Now, this is not, for me, I'm not, I'm not anti or pro or against, no. Um, I'm just trying to make people realize that a lot of young girls are having unsafe abortion and they're losing their lives from a safe abortion. That was what that book is about. Making them to understand that you have to go this route. This is, this is what happens when you choose to go this way. So make healthy choices for yourself as a woman. Don't risk your life, all right? Because you have so much more to offer. Right. That was what gave yes. it to mother of a dead baby. Then uh, when I started my journey uh, last year, uh, thinking, um, I decided that if you want to solve a problem, I believe you have to pick a sector. If the problem is a human, you have to pick if it's the head you want to solve, solve it. If it's the hand you want to solve, solve it. If it's the head, is it the eye, is it the ear? That's how, that's how I think. So I decided that, okay, uh, since thinking is a problem, with this uh, mature minds, let me uh, go uh, and write a, a thinking guide for children. That's uh, I, then I wrote okay. the book, uh, the a journal, the thinking me, for ages six to eleven. The thinking me, it's a journal for uh, eight page journal for children to. It's a critical thinking guide to uh, spur them to make them uh, think. Uh, I also wrote another one, which is the fourth book, the thinking team for teenagers age twelve to seventeen. That's the fourth book. Okay. Then. Uh, yeah, then I graduated. I went, uh, decided to write a book for women. I noticed something about one of the problems with thinking in Africa is religion, right? Yes, so I decided yes. that for me to catch their attention, let me use uh, uh, people that they know about. So I went into my Bible and I used Bible characters of women who did awesome things in the Bible. And I wrote, I divided it into two three. I have the Thinking Wife series, I have the Thinking Woman series, I have the Thinking Mother series. And I also told them stories about. The mothers in the Bible, I used three, Josheved and uh, uh, Hannah. I used three women to describe, tell their stories in a way that they could relate and make them see how they can affect their own lives, their own day-to-day -day life here, right here in Nigeria. So uh, the books, I have three books under the Thinking Teen series, Thinking Mother series, three books under the Thinking Women series, and three books under the Thinking Mother series. And that's uh, nine. Then uh, recently, uh, two months ago, I decided to write on affirmation uh, because I have okay. I, I have a 12 book class that I teach on mindset rejuvenation. I needed a workbook on affirmation. So I decided I wrote um, Affirm with Lavon. That's the 14th book. Um, it's a, a 2000, it's a collection of 2000, 2000 plus affirmations 
covering different sectors of life, prosperity, health, love, like that. So that's all the books that's currently. Oh, uh, it's amazing. You know, it's really, really amazing. Because, you know, the only one thing that I hate the most, I hate content writing I don't, because I'm not a good writer. But yeah, I love to read books. You know, I really love to read books. Thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, I love to read books. But writing, I don't, you know, it is something like, you know, which really scares me a lot. And that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can write a book every day for 365 days. I can. Wow. Oh, no, that's something yeah. which is, you know, your profession, yes. your experience. You have done so much investment in yourself. You have invested so much in your learning. So that's why you are yeah. able to do that. So my uh, next thing uh, is like, you know, critical thinking, let's say it, it always leads to a good analysis up, uh, you know, it leads to a problem solving attitude, it develops that creativity, mm-hmm. logical uh, reasoning, uh, it helps you to take decisions fast, you know, critical thinking. So where do you think that today's youth, you know, college youth or even a youth, you know, who's going to school, where is he lacking when it comes to critical thinking? Okay. Um they lack the ability to think. And this ability to think is as a result of a cluttered mind. And this inability to think and this cluttered mind is all because of one main thing, which is the big one, awareness. Awareness. The African youth is not aware. It's not aware. And um, if I have to speak on this, the human mind, when I mean awareness, you'll be like, ah, I have all the degrees, I have all the universities. Yes, Nigerians, yes. Nigerians are very educated. Yeah. Now, what is this awareness I'm talking about now? Um, the human mind is what, the mind is what differentiates the humans from every other creature. Of course. But something that I have noticed over time is that the mind is the last place that a human goes to solve its problem. They, they, they rather seek out everything out there. They will never come back to the, within themselves because they don't even have an idea that the solution is with them. And in Africa, our case is worse because like I told you, religion, they make you feel that it's out there, it's in the church, it's in the building, it's in a person. Yes. Right? So I mean, yes. lack of awareness. Now, yes. and uh, when I say uh, uh, inability to think, thinking is the highest function that we are capable of. And um, I'm, 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 I'm not uh, sorry to say that despite everyone knowing that thinking is our highest function, thinking is not taught in schools. Yes, not. It, no, That's thinking is not taught in schools. Uh, no. Self-esteem issues is not taught in, taught in schools. How to no. make money is not taught in schools. Now, if thinking no. is not taught in schools, that they said, they said um, uh, inaction is action. Now, so long as they are not taught how to think, that means they are being conditioned to react. Specifically in Africa and India too. India too, you know, they won't uh, teach you like how to think critically. Even they're gonna not going to teach you in colleges. Because when I compared, uh, you know, I have a, a friend, you know, who is 24, 25 year old. When I see him the way, because he just passed out his uh, master degree from the university. Yeah. And I have many friends, you know, uh, who are in United States. And when I see them who are just 15, 16 year old, you know, they are more bl- brilliant than a 30 year old guy who is in India. And even when I was in Africa, even that. 
so the way the education yeah. system is in united states what i have you know yeah. looked and because i'm in touch with a lot of universities there yeah. it's completely different although yeah. uh, over there also they are not taught how to make money but they are very fast you know the american yeah. students they are very fast the way they think the way they solve the problem means they yeah. are the one like you know i i can easily see you know they are that's why america is known as a superpower and <laughs> there okay. is a reason why are they superpower because yeah. their attitude is something which is different you know yeah. so yeah, yes so, yeah so they they they're not so when i say inability because one they're not able to think and then when i'm talking about mind clutter uh, which is the second phase now um because they are not taught, because they are conditioned to react they take mm -hmm. wrong decisions okay now this is where your mind the mind comes into play you know in every situation between a situation and your response there's always a pause can even yes. be it can even be a millisecond of a pause and now in that pause uh, there goes your your opportunity i call it a golden opportunity why because it gives you the ability to decide how you're yes. going to respond if you respond that means you are in control of the situation but when you react the situation is to control of you and we also right. always see yeah we always see the awareness that's the key we always see people are conditioned on how to react sometimes their reaction could be like in nigeria here uh, in in the western western nigeria the uh, the youths are not supposed to speak no matter what, so long as an elderly person is speaking, whether they're telling you right, whether they're telling you wrong, they are conditioned not to respond. So it, this uh, okay. this um, uh, this reaction must not, it's not, must not be violent. It can also be silent, which can which which, which, which can um, those can, can also su suppress the spirit of someone. Okay, now, but my point is, your response now is, uh, if it's the richness or the the or the, the the level of your response is based on your ability to be able to uh, be in control of your uh, your conscious mind. Now, our conscious mind is our carnal mind, is the thinking mind, is the educated mind. It, it, it houses the faculties of um, the perception, your reason, your will, your imagination, your intuition, and your memory. You know, and when with this, we, if you have able to be in control of your conscious mind, then you, you, you'll be able to make the right decision. But most times, they don't because they react. Why? Because they don't know how to, because of their different upbringing, like I said, like the culture of the Yorubas, because of their different upbringing, their personal traumas, childhood, you know, whatever it is, it affects them. And now we all know that the mind is, is, is divided in, is, is in three uh, parts. The conscious, the subconscious, and the superconscious mind. These all, these mind, they all have to align to be able to bring out a, a positive uh, result for you to be able to do exploits. Now, the conscious mind, which is uh, the, the the intellect, it is this is where the school they're focused on. They're focused on developing your intellect. Right. Now, the subconscious mind, the, the conscious mind feeds the subconscious mind, and the subconscious mind is the doer. I call it the miracle maker. You know, because it is what you feed your subconscious mind, that is what it delivers to you, to the minutest detail. 
So when you though you have a, you have other other education and you are not aware of what you are supposed to do, you keep saying negative stuff. And when you keep feeding yourself negative stuff, your subconscious mind becomes cluttered with whatever it is. And uh, the the beauty of the subconscious mind is that it doesn't wait for you to feed it. Whatever it is around it, it absorbs. It's like a power without direction. It's like an induction that. If the, the television that uh, in your room, if it speaks negativity, it takes it in. The radio, it speaks negativity, it takes it in. The people around you, whatever it speaks, it takes it in. What your mother tells you, it takes it in. So you find out that over years, 10, 20 years, you are not conditioned to negativity that's around you, despite the fact that you have an MBA and you graduated with distinction. But you can't see your life being productive because your subconscious mind is now cluttered and it's not working yes. in alignment with your conscious mind. That's where I say inability to think, mind clutter, which is all because of uh, awareness. Awareness, right. So it's not as if the oh, African youth is not, uh, is not um, educated. It's uh, you are... inability to think, mind is cluttered, and they are not aware. And you're 100% right over here. And that's why, you know, like, you know, most college students, you know, in Africa, they are depressed and broke. Like, what are your opinion on that? Because, yes. I, yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, when you talk about broke, you're talking about money. Yes, yes. That's, yeah. So is and it because about... yeah, uh, they are doing, uh, they are spend, uh, they are taking loan and uh, for the education loan, are they taking the education loan and, you know, later on when they don't get a job, so they don't know what to do. Is it because of that no, or it's that. because... In Africa, we don't. In Africa, we pay our school fees cash. In Africa, we don't have uh, loans. We don't have student loans. We pay okay. our school fees. Okay, in Nigeria, because I think in Ghana they have started now. In Ghana, there now. are some universities. Yes, it has started. Uh, okay, so okay, okay. I'm not aware right. about Nigeria. Okay, no, no. In Nigeria, we don't um, have a student uh, loan. But when you're talking about money, you're talking about um, um, you're talking about being broke. You're talking about money, and yes. we know that money has no power. Aside uh, what we what we give it is the power that you give to money that money actually does have. Because most of them they are broke. Like in my last podcast episode, also you know I discussed with the Salami also you know the one she's a great HR recruitment at in Nigeria. She was also telling me one thing that the students in Nigeria they are not able to meet the corporate expectation. Like for example, she received thousand resumes every month, and out of thousand only twenty people are capable, and out of twenty only five people get job. So what about, you know, 995 people or students? What are they doing? So she said that the corporate said that they are not matching our expectation. They just have a piece of paper, the degree. And we don't need that. They don't know actually even how to talk. So <laughs> what is the main reason? And yeah, all that's the critical thinking comes to the picture. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm telling you that. That's why I'm telling you that it's all the inability to think and uh, the awareness. Because, you know, um, if you... If you are aware and you are able to um, go in within yourself, your will, your intuition, your perception, you should be able to, um, first of all, I want you to understand that in Nigeria, when you go to school in Nigeria, you are not um, given what you want to study. Um, mm. You could uh, apply for, for uh, if you can say you want to be uh, a medical doctor and they'll give you uh, something that has to do with zoology or, or microbiology. So 90% um, of Nigerian graduates are graduates of courses that they have no business and the first place studying. I was okay. lucky 
I was lucky uh, in my own case because um, I, I was a science student because I know I was smart in school. Uh, everybody said, everybody said, when you are smart, you have to be in science. That's the belief in Africa. Yeah. So I was expected to be in science. But um, while uh, I, I made my results earlier at 15 than my peers, I made my results two years before my own age mates. And my, my father was concerned with sending me to the university early. So he okay. kept me back at home and uh, said I should go in uh, to do my diploma from home. Now, when I, um, my result, my, uh, the diploma courses available, I had uh, the courses to do uh, public administration. Though I was a science student, my father was desperate. So he picked public administration. Now, when I got to school and I found out that this thing was so easy, like I just scoring 100, 100, 100, 100, 100. I'm like, wow, this isn't biology. This isn't chemistry. This isn't physics that I have to struggle with. So I'm like, wow. And I made a distinction clean and clear. After the two years, my name came out Petroleum Engineering number five in the University of Benin, Petroleum University number five. My, I told my dad, I'm not going to read Petroleum Engineering. I'm sorry. We fought for one year. I refused to go to school. He refused to budge. I refused to budge. For one year, I was at home until he decided that let him let me go. That was how I had to read business administration. So if I had listened to them, maybe I would be among those youths who apply for jobs and have nothing to say. I, I get because, your point. I get yeah. your point. Yeah. I really get your point. I want to add here one thing. Uh, same thing, you know, happened with me when I was just doing my master's in India. Uh, what happened, you know, they had a rule in Indian colleges, 90%, they have the same rule. Like when you are doing your master's, I told them that I want to choose marketing. They say, okay, you will get the marketing because I'm good in marketing. So I, and you know, right now also I'm a, a great high ticket sales closer. I'm into sales and marketing for the last five years. And yes. so I told them that I did my graduation. I did my journal graduation in BBA. And then later on, I did my master's, but I wanted to do in marketing. So they told me, see, you will get the marketing in, in second year. For the first year, you have to do all the subjects. And I was hmm. after the college. See, I'm paying you more than $15,000 for two years. I'm paying you that. And it doesn't mean that, you know, I want the marketing from day one. Like, why are you not giving me the subject? Then why am I doing the master's? And first year, they have given me all the subjects. I have to do finance. I have to do marketing. I have to do English and some other subjects as well. Okay. Uh, operations. And oh. guess what? Uh, when it comes to accounting, I just scored 30 marks out of 100 because hmm. I was not good in accounting. I never liked accounting, even when I was in school. That's why I even had a great argument with the director of the college that what is this? I don't want this. I just want marketing. In marketing, I scored more than 85. It's not about the okay. marks, but it's all yeah. about the interest. Yes. And that one year, I feel like that wasted. So over there, I just understood one thing and I just want... And I, you know, when I do myself also coaching and all these things, I always tell my clients or students one thing, go for self-education. This yes. school, college education is going like, to broke you. Like Lavon. Yes, <laughs> it is going to broke you. You know, I don't yes. think the, the system that these colleges have, specifically in countries like India, Africa, a continent like Africa, it's not good. No. America has totally changed. You, United Kingdom has totally changed their subjects now. The way they are doing. Yeah. So I think it's time that, you know, they also have to think about it. Because see, everybody is not lucky. I feel like everybody is not lucky like me. Or everyone even is not lucky like you. 
you know yeah. to you know who so, choose who will do so extra things really and choose apart yeah. yes that i was yeah. the, i was the most dumbest student in my school in my school not in the college in college i was the one of the you know most intelligent guy but in my school yeah. i was the most dumbest guy because i never understood what are they teaching the subjects that they had you know yeah. it's totally waste totally bullshit you know if uh, you <laughs> know tomorrow yeah. i have kids i won't send them to school in india never never i'm going to do that otherwise i make them sit home because here education system i know it's totally a crap but now our current government they are really doing well they are trying to improve it but the time when i passed out it was totally a crap i have no uh, regret in saying that totally crap indian education system especially school so uh, i think it got a little bit you know the conversation got you know because i just remember and that's great so you also over company uh, critical thinking boss consult so what is yes. it is all about yeah what it's all about okay and ctb the critical thinking boss consult is all about uh, coaching uh, entrepreneurs would be potential entrepreneurs who coach them through uh, critical thinking with the intent to maximize their entrepreneurial okay. potentials yeah and uh, we are we are very passionate about guiding people uh and to harness the power of uh, their minds we take them from chaotic clutter to clarity as definiteness of purpose and um, so how big is your community right now like how many clients you have served till now okay um if i have to uh, one on one clients i've done over 200 one on one clients then okay. so group uh, group teachers i've done about uh, uh, over 1000 for okay, group teachers have. i have done over 1000 yes for group teachings okay. because i usually get i usually get um um churches um okay. women organizations yeah churches women organizations that get to teach them yeah and they are usually in the thousands and you know nigeria uh, lots of times they don't usually have records because uh th- that's nigerian data but i know yes, it's over yes. 1000 yeah over a group is but one on one personal coaching i've done uh, Um, from very 200 about 230 one on one coaching yes oh, and that's, that's uh that's really a great one of the things we are very passionate about is uh, reshuffling we're, we're trying to um guide people away from reshuffling ignorance you know um some people think they know but they just actually reshuffling ignorance yeah. so we're, we're trying to guide them from reshuffling ignorance to astute self awareness that's one of our passion that- Yeah. Oh that's that's really awesome you know that you are doing you have so much students you are serving so big community so where do you see yourself and your company after 5 years like what have you planned wow. so and what are your country target are you only going to do it in nigeria like uh, you told me like okay you are dealing with some americans as well some you have some clients in uk as well so yes what are your target markets okay 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 um for personal plans in 5 years I see myself I I I will surely be round almost rounding up my PhD in 5 years that's for personal okay. goal yeah then for my company okay. uh, I already have a consult where I train I I, I train I, I think in 5 years we should have uh, a standard academy yeah then okay. when you talk about um uh, i have people in, in ghana uh, rwanda you know it's only online you can reach anybody anywhere yes, uh, it's limited anywhere yes of course like, uh, i have i have uh, a 12 weeks weeks class i'm doing now half clients from uh, rwanda uh, tanzania uh, ghana and south africa 
then I have a Jamaican too in my class. I have okay, a Jamaican, a Jamaican, yeah. I have a Jamaican based in Jamaican, then I have another Jamaican, a Canadian, uh, but she's a Jamaican in my class too. So uh in I when you are dealing with mind, it's every so long as you have a mind, you are my target audience. You are my target, yeah. So long as you have a mind, to be able to uh make you understand how the mind works because lots of people don't realize that most what they seek, most of the thing they seek is is within them. People just feel it's out there. So I'm open to opportunities. So anywhere, Australia, Antarctica, so long as um, you have a mind and um, and you have little issues you should know on how to get clarity, uh, get to a place of um, definition of purpose, you're able to understand you, then it's good to go. I just need to provoke you to think, provoke you to be your best, make you understand that uh, you have the power to align your minds together. And when your minds work in Congress, I tell you, you will be doing things and it will look so easy. Right. In Africa, we say, ah, uh, that's juju. Because if they see yeah, your yeah. effort, yeah. <laughs> but just uh, your mind, your minds are aligned. Yes. Yeah. yes. No, no, you are 100% right. And uh, so, you know, it's one of the best episodes till now what I have recorded. You know, it's a great to interact because I'm also a business coach. You are a, tri- a critical thinking coach. So it's a good yeah. kind of a vibe also, you know, that we, I am also getting, you know, to having you over okay. here. So my last question that I ask everybody, you know, by the end of the podcast is what advice do you want to give to a youngster, you know, between 18 to 25 who is listening this podcast right now? Simple. Seek self-awareness. That's just it. Because yeah, because by the time your 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 conscious mind is like I said, the perception, your perception, your intuition, your will, your memory, your reason, your imagination. In fact, I can talk about this one and one for for one year. Imagination is a is a world of of its own. If you are able to, if you have the ability to function. If you have the sorry, if you're able to marry this uh, as an individual and understand yourself, you'll be able. You have the ability to function in your environment. And trust me, if you are, if you study this deeply, and your concept of yourself changes, That's you you you, yeah. you you have just an amazing you, and it comes with so much peace. That's right. that knowing that that knowing that you are you, that knowing that what you seek is not out there. That knowing that self confidence in yourself is you know self confidence is all about um hundred percent believing in you, listening to your intuition, listening to the voice within, trusting yourself, and t- trusting the decisions that you make, cutting off all the noises from. Uh, uh, trends that are set by social parameters. When are you supposed to get married? When are you supposed to have children? Who, what is the standard of who is successful? If you're able to cut all those out and be able to understand who you are, your face, where we are, where you are now. Yeah, you could have made mistakes, but once you know who you are, you know yourself, you are self-aware. My God. The sky is the limit. (laughs) It's the starting point. It's the starting point. Yes, yes, you are 100% right. 
yeah you're you, you know this is something which you know i have also learned a lot of things from you today from this session and thank i just you. want to add the last thing over here is to all the youngsters who are listening today's formal education you know it's something which is a kind of a rat race so i would say that self education is 100 times better than a formal education go to schools have a degree i have no problem in that but invest in yourself side by side because formal education will just give you a living but self education is going to give you a fortune your dream life your dream car your dream girl your dream country everything trust me invest in yourself that's my last message so yeah. uh, madam levone thank you so much you know for just coming to this episode and for thank your valuable you. time and yeah. so what are your views about this initiative that i took the africa the next big thing podcast channel okay um um to be sincere um i don't want to i, I want to quote the books you know uh, and the books say that africa we have some countries in africa that are now in the emerging markets i know the emerging yes, markets are economies that are growing twice and thrice the size of the already developed nations and if yes. africans if we have if in africa we have emerging markets like nigeria and south africa then i believe that the time is right for people to come in yes. to invest because it's the signs yes. are there we have all the advantage like a nigeria nigeria has a, that the that nigeria has the, a high prospect of having global brands because yeah, why course. we have because we have nigerians everywhere and uh, yes. we can we can assess the truth through the diasporian uh, advantage you know you know nigerian immigrants are majorly bicultural because they you know yeah. bicultural when they are home they are nigerian when they yes. are out there so Nigeria has the potential to have global brands because we have Nigerians all over the place and they're able to influence their host countries too. So I believe uh Africa this is the right time right time for people out there to come into Africa, invest, come support, come Africa is the next big thing. It's the next big thing. No, so no, I believe in your I, I believe, yes, I believe your 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 this is what you are doing is in synergy with what's coming. I mean, it's the right time. It's this this is it, for me this is a great foresight. thank you thank you so much and it's all because of your you know your you guys support i have learned there i have you know worked in africa for 5 years so i just found all the problems then i come to know okay now this is the right time that i should go ahead with yes, so th- uh, thank you so much mr levone to be yeah. Your, yeah and you know um yeah. uh, like nigeria nigeria is we have been marked to hit a sweet, sweet spot in 2025 which is in yes, 3 years yes. time yeah so yes. you know you know, so this is the right time to come in this is the right time to you know so the book says it all and we believe yes and we are hard working yes. people yeah oh you are 100% yes africans are very hard working no doubt about it yes. so yes. uh okay thank you so much for uh coming over here Pleasure. and i see yeah. everybody uh you know in my next episode which is coming next sunday as every time it comes on sunday so thank you so yes. much have a nice day thank you yes bye